0: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day. Every day with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in to WIP Daily. I'm Tucker Bagley. It's May 30th. The Sixers, well, they have a new coach, Nick Nurse, reportedly taking the job just nine days after Doc Rivers was dismissed by the team. And it's a move that I think a lot of fans are going to have opinions on. Nick Nurse is a name that a lot of people know. He, he's spent the last 10 years in Toronto, the first five as Dwayne Casey's offensive coordinator, the last five as their head coach, obviously winning the title in 2019. He won coach of the year. The, the following season, had a couple 51 seasons, made the playoffs three out of his five years with the Raptors before being let go following the season. And this is a guy who I think around the NBA and around the people who know him is kind of known as a mad scientist. He he tinkers a lot. He spent most of last season, I think they played the third most amount of zone defense in, in, in Toronto. And He's a guy that I think was probably atop a lot of people, not just Sixers fans, but other fan bases, other front offices. Reportedly, he you know withdrew from the Milwaukee job and you know was between Sixers and, and Phoenix before the Sixers finally got him to commit. This is a guy who I think was the, the top coaching candidate heading into the offseason, and Daryl Morey. And Joshua Harris in this front office being able to convince him to come to Philadelphia and coach Joel Embiid, possibly James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, the rest of the guys, it is a big move for this franchise moving forward. And Nick Nurse is a guy who I think time will tell if, if it was the right move, but it certainly was the obvious move. And I think that's something that's really defined Daryl Morey's tenure as Sixers GM so far. And it's something that I think has been a little disappointing To be honest, he's made a lot of moves that I think you or I or or other fan bases or other hosts at WIP could have probably thought up. The creativity that that he showed when he was the GM of the Rockets hasn't necessarily been around since he's joined the Sixers. But adding Nick Nurse to this team, adding a guy who I, I think really is an innovator both offensively and defensively, can really bring a, a new dimension to the Sixers team that that really seems stale. But it, it's going to be a little bit of adjustment for Nurse. You kind of look at the roster they had in Toronto. I mean, that was a team that was really built around it, its wing depth, something the the Sixers haven't really had the entire time. You kind of look at at who was on that roster a year ago. You had guys like you know OG Ananobi. Um, Thaddeus Young obviously played for for Toronto for bits this season, but Pascal Siakam, Chris Boucher, Scotty Barnes, um, they they had a lot of guys between like 6'8 and 6'10 who who could play on the wing, who could swarm the ball, who who could really pressure, you know, other teams on the perimeter. And the Sixers just don't have that. So that that's gonna be a big adjustment for him. And the other thing that that I'm kind of intrigued by is Toronto played a lot in transition a year ago. The Sixers played a very plotting slow style of basketball um, compared to maybe maybe some other teams. And that's going to happen when James Harden, Joel Embiid, and you can throw Tobias Harris in there as well, three older players, three players that really thrive um, in a half-court offense. That's not really how Nick Nurse played. They, they, they really struggled in the half-court in Toronto a year ago. I think they're 25th or, or 26th in, in points per possession when coming out of the half-court. I imagine he's going to want to try and push the tempo a little bit more. Now, will James Harden, if he's here, will Joel Embiid be okay? That time will tell. But I also think that'll unlock guys like Tyrese Maxey, guys like D'Anthony Melton, who might be the only long athletic perimeter defender the the Sixers really have um, on their roster. Because you look at at what they were capable of doing last year in Toronto, and and two things really stuck out to me. The first was... How well they took care of the basketball. They're number one in turnover percentage on both sides of the ball. They they took away the ball from opponents and, and they kept it. They only turned the ball over about ten percent uh, of the time offensively, which is number one in the NBA. Where you know you you look at the Sixers who really struggle with turnovers, especially in the postseason, especially when you got to um, that that Boston series. You know, look at their turnover percentage; they're fifteenth. In the NBA, they're middle of the pack. Toronto was number one. And the, the second thing to looked at was their offensive rebound percentage. Now, so once again, that, that comes back to who was on the court for Toronto guys like Scotty Barnes, Chris Boucher, long athletic wings who can crash the boards, which the Sixers just don't have. I mean, they're their two wing players for most of the season were Tobias Harris and P.J. Tucker. now P.J. Tucker turned it on in the postseason. But. Not necessarily a guy you're going to count on for, you know, constant hustle, 30 mi- minutes a night, 82 games a year, but they were also number three in offensive rebound percentage. So they took care of the basketball, they didn't turn it over, and they got extra possessions when they needed to through offensive rebounds. Those are three things that I think are incredibly I- encouraging as I look at Nick Nurse's resume. And the other thing to consider, and I think the most important part uh, of this entire situation is how he's going to work with Joel Embiid. Now, Adrian Wojnarowski yesterday, when he announced that Nick Nurse took this job, Joel Embiid, according to him, was the deciding factor. He wanted to work with Joel Embiid. He thinks Joel Embiid is fantastic, the reigning NBA MVP, and and Nick Nurse is the guy who was always capable of shutting down Joel Embiid. You know, think back to that Toronto series that went to Game Seven back in 2019. Joel Embiid did not have. A great series when he played, you know, he he had that stomach issue for a while through the middle of that series. Um, I believe that regular season or maybe the following regular season is when he was held to zero points uh, against Toronto. And you know, there's a, a quote circulating Twitter from Nick Nurse's book where he talks about you know how he stopped Joel Embiid, just shut him down in the first five or six minutes of a game, and, and you know that would kind of frustrate him and lead to him being a less effective player. The rest of the way I'm curious to see how he uses Joel Embiid I I think Nick Nurse is a guy who really likes ball movement and you look at the Sixers offense last year and hey the Joel Embiid James Harden pick and roll that was the best pick and roll in the NBA that might have been the the best the best play the best offensive set um, uh, across the league I mean they were deadly in that but Sixers' offense became stagnant when that wasn't working, when James Harden and Joel Embiid struggled to get that going, and all you have to do is really look back at the end of that Celtics series. When Joe Mazzula countered by putting Robert Williams in the game, by having him defend the basket, letting Al Horford go out and really attack those guys at, at the top of the key it really, really frustrated the Sixers, and they didn't really have a a counter option besides James Harden or Joel Embiid kind of going iso, whether that's at the nail at the top of the key um, or or down on the low block. The Sixers had no offensive ball movement when those guys' pick and roll was not working. I think Nick Nurse isn't really going to let that happen. He's a guy that loves ball movement. He's a big fan of the triangle offense. Um, he's said before he doesn't really like an offense that's all iso, that's no ball movement. And and I think one of the reasons that he took this job and the main reason he took this job is to work with Joel Embiid and and help him kind of elevate his game, especially in the postseason. And I think creating an offense where there's a lot more off-ball movement, where there's a lot more work, especially in transition, which can unlock Tyrese Maxey. I think really struggled once the game became strictly half court in the postseason will be huge for the Sixers. I mean, they they need to find new ways to add a new dynamic to their offense. They need to find new sets that can work for them that they can count on down the stretch behind the pick and roll. And that'll unlock that a little bit more where defenses aren't necessarily stuck on it. But if you're gonna go away from that and, and you aren't gonna necessarily put the ball in James Harden's hands for for, you know, 36, 38 minutes a night. The, the fit between him and Nick Nurse would would be an interesting one because I think Dr. Rivers gave James Harden that basketball freedom. Now, he may have not enjoyed some of the, the off-court things James Harden did over his you know year-plus as a Sixer, but when push came to shove, the offense ran through James Harden. James Harden was the Sixers' offense for much of the season, and if Nick Nurse is going to try to clamp down on that, I mean, James Harden made it known. He said he wants to go to a place where he can enjoy – basketball freedom in post in free agency. And if Nick nurse doesn't necessarily offer that in Philadelphia, it becomes harder to see him hanging out and, and staying in Philadelphia and, and, The other thing to consider when it comes to Nick Nurse is he's never been afraid to, to call out players publicly. He's done it quite a bit with Pascal Siakam during their time together in, in Toronto. And the one thing Doc Rivers always did, the one thing Brett Brown really always did, if you want to go back that far, is they always defend their players publicly. Doc Rivers never called out Ben Simmons. You know, think back to that postseason run that that ended against the Hawks where he never once criticized Ben Simmons. Maybe at the end he did, where he said he didn't know if he was a um, you know championship-worthy point guard, but when he was struggling to make his foul shots and he was refusing to go to the basket, Dr. Rivers never, ever said he was a problem. He always stuck up and defended him. Brett Brown did the same thing. They both stuck up and defended Joel Embiid, and that isn't necessarily Nick Nurse's M.O. If someone's lazy, if someone's dogging in on defense, if you know, James Harden isn't giving full effort if Joel Embiid takes a night off. Nick Nurse hasn't been afraid to call out his, you know, team and, and his players for doing so. So that's something that I think makes an interesting fit because we all know the the history between Joel Embiid and Nick Nurse. And obviously they they had a meeting prior to Nick Nurse being hired, and apparently it went well, and you have to maybe look at that as probably one of the key points. Um, in this you know process to, to getting him here as the Sixers head coach. But the, the relationship Joel Embiid and Nick Nurse, at least publicly, as far as we all know, is you know, Nick Nurse complaining about Joel Embiid getting all those foul calls last year in the postseason, Joel Embiid telling him to, to keep his mouth shut and, and stop complaining. So I, I think there's probably a lot of mutual respect between the two. I think Joel Embiid looks at Nick Nurse as a guy who really solved him for most of his career, knew how to stop him, knew how to figure out how to get him off his game. So kind of adding his enemy or adding someone who knows him so well into the building um, could certainly help Joel beat find new counters to what defenses throw at him. And the last thing that I think is really interesting um, as we look at Nick Nurse and kind of what the view um, when looking at the Sixers' future is, just how much he emphasized the regular season. I know that's not something Sixers fans really care about after, you know, five second-round exits in the postseason over the last six years, but Nick Nurse really cares about the regular season. Um, He he cares about winning. He cares about getting to that 55, 56, 57 win mark, and he he's talked before about how, you know, winning in the regular season winning in, you know, December through January, February, March, that gets guys to the All-Star Games, that gets guys paid, that get guys um, regular season awards. And it's not necessarily something that I'm I'm sure it is a, a point of emphasis for Sixers fans right now because we've done that before, right? We've had the number one seed, Dwellen will be one MVP this past season. It's going to come down to how well he does in the, the postseason, but he's a guy who, who really, really pushes his guys to play in the regular season, this past season, the the Raptors had four starters, averaged 35 minutes or more during the regular season. Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet were both top five in, in minutes per game, averaging over 37 minutes per game. And when you look at the Sixers and you look at kind of who's done that in career, the only answer is James Harden, who may not even be here. But James Harden, back when he was with Houston, averaged 38-plus minutes a game and played you know, seventy-eight to, to eighty-two games per season. He never took a day off. But now he only played fifty-eight games this year, but still averaged thirty-seven minutes per game. Compare that Joel Bebes around thirty-four. Tyrese Maxine, Tobias Harris closer to, to thirty-three or, or thirty-two. The Sixers, you know, have been really big proponents or really big advocates for for load management and making sure that their guys are rested and ready for the postseason and that hasn't necessarily been what Nick Nurse is about. So you have to wonder just how he's gonna deal with this. And and obviously the Sixers have, I think, a, a little more a little more depth on their roster. Even with a lot of their pending free agents, they'll bring a couple of them back. They'll find a way to to fill out their bench. But one of the reasons why I think Nick Nurse was let go in Toronto was his unwillingness to play young role players and let them develop over the last couple seasons and, and playing His guys, Fred VanVleet, Pascal Siakam, um, Scotty Barnes, who obviously was a rookie a year ago, um, those guys really dominated the ball on the court. They all played over 35 minutes a game. They really went after it night in and night out through the regular season, and I don't know if that's necessarily what the Sixers need. The the Sixers need a guy who's capable of, of winning in the postseason, which is what Nick Nurse has done. They need a guy who's capable of unlocking Joel Embiid. And I don't think anybody has locked down Joel Embiid better than Nick Nurse throughout his career. So that's certainly an, an exciting development. But the one question I have and the one thing I'm, I'm curious about is how he's going to manage these guys' workload when it comes to the regular season. Because I'm sure a lot of Sixers fans don't necessarily care about that right now. And, you know, there's going to be an even bigger subsection on this fan base who, Throughout the season, no matter what they do, they could start out the season 25-0. They'll just cross their arms and say, I'm waiting for the regu- for you know the the second round of the postseason. And after the way this last season ended, I, I don't necessarily blame them. So Nick Nurse, the new head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, I'm sure there's gonna be a press conference in the coming days. We'll get to hear all his ideas. Daryl Morey talking about the future of this team. Um, but for now, I'm Tucker Bagley. This has been WIP Daily. Please follow the show wherever you get your podcasts, and we will talk to you tomorrow.